Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane. So shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Nice article in the Managing Madrid uh, blog. Uh, wonderful lads that do a great job there. And worth reading about that man there. Kareem Benzema needs to rest and the numbers reveal why. Times ended up almost looking like a 6-3-1. Some very good writing about that on the Managing Madrid website. Frustrate podcast as well. Of course, Pere Valverde was a huge part of the equation. Hello, people of the universe. It is me, Christopher McCormick, back for another episode of Castilla Corner. Um, I'm joined again by Ridium on the other end. How are you, Ridium? I'm good. Thanks for having me. How are you? Good. I'm happy. I, I always kind of feel nervous before I say your name, but once we get past that part, um, I'm, I'm happy. <laughs> I mean, you're doing well. Yeah, I think so. I don't think I've really messed it up so far. Maybe I'll do that on purpose next time. I've been looking forward to it. <laughs> um been a while but uh we eventually got there and we chose the perfect game to do it for once usually when we choose to record a podcast we draw uh but this time we won uh 2-1 away to cordoba um i watched the game today because i didn't see it on the day um i think you did as well or yesterday yeah yeah today uh i don't like i was kind of I think the big thing for me was starting off, um, I wasn't really all that impressed with Cordoba, given where they sit in the table. I was looking at, um, well, yeah, I was looking at the table and the, like, the goals, our goals, foreign goals against, and Cordoba and Real Madrid-Castilla are essentially side by side. They're, like, they, on paper, they should be a really good matchup. But I thought, in the game in general, uh, Real Madrid Castilla were never really got out of third or fourth gear and didn't really need to. I don't. I didn't feel like there was any point where I was worried about Cordoba getting points from this game. Yeah, even when they scored their like consolation goal, I mean, it wasn't really like you know Cordoba started threatening Castilla's goal isn't like that much. I mean, it was a good performance, obviously, but like 
from Madrid it was a good performance, but Cordoba also like I expected more. I expected more of a matchup. Like yes, I was expecting a bit more of kind of top of the table clash. <laughs> yeah, like the game. The, how the game started, it was like <laughs> Castilla scored two goals in, in what the first twenty minutes, and it was like, are we facing a top like you know a top half team, or is it like uh, a team that's uh, fighting for relegation? Like obviously, it's not the case because you know sometimes you know. Big teams have bad performances. We've seen it with the uh, with the first team, but I don't know. Like I expected more of a challenge from from Cordoba, and they, even when they tried to like go forward and press high, and like it didn't really help. That it didn't really help their case because Castilla yeah. was really good with the uh, with like, dealing with the press. Well, not even just dealing with the press, but every time I felt like their the moves they were trying to pull off were so kind of. Um, it was very obvious what they were going to do. They were going to try and cross it into the box, but it didn't seem like there was any sort of plan once one player kicked the ball to the next. You know, there's no, yeah. there was no um, clear progression that they had. It was just you know knocking into the box and so- hope something happened. And I think their goal maybe reflected that a little. I mean, a massive deflection that finds their striker in acres of space. It would have been inexcusable not to score at that point. <laughs> and a lot of their chances had an air to that and the way they I, I felt for the most part the way they played actually just played into Castilla's hands more than anything it suited them very well just to let them to give Cordoba the emphasis and then hit him on the counter which is essentially what we did after scoring the second goal probably could have had one or two more um in the second half if you know maybe no I think Noel hit the bar and then Nico Paz as well had a really good chance towards the end of the game as well Nico had a few chances to score. Like he scored one, and he assisted the other. But he could have scored more. I mean, he was yeah. really good. Yeah, I <laughs> did. You did you know? You know, in FIFA, had like when you play manager mode and like you get deep into it, and it's all the teams you play are regen players, yeah. and they're all the same shape. That's what. Yeah. That's what I think Nico Paz looks like. Paz. <laughs> Paz. This is going to be a debate for a while, but I've I I seen like the way he was maneuvering and shooting, and I was like, he reminds me of a FIFA regen. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't think you're far off. <laughs> <laughs> no, in look, I mean, in terms of like how he plays, he's much better than that. I'm not doing him justice, yeah. but in t- his body shape is FIFA regen body shape. Um, yeah, I see what you mean. Yeah, yeah, I see what you mean. He's really good. Like he. Uh, he just had like really like his movement like with the ball. It was like so like his his change of pace is so important to his game, and he showcased that really well. And I don't know like he like he took some really good shots. It was one in the in the first half where he took a shot from outside the box, forced a good save out of the goalkeeper, and then he was coming back defensively, help helping the team wherever it was needed, and. He was just relentless. Like he kept on doing stuff, whatever, uh, like the team wanted him to do. Even in the yeah. assist, if you see, like he got, like he he almost fell down, but then he got up and then he dribbled past one or two players and then passed it to Peter. Yeah, it was, yeah. Um, I think the goal that he scored was actually the least impressive thing he did all day. <laughs> <laughs> but only because, like, I mean, he's not a very tall guy, and somehow. I guess Cordoba just took it for granted that he wasn't going to get at the end of a cross, which was not what happened. He did. He got a lot of air 
headers the ball, hits the crossbar, or hits the post, it bounces back, and he just finishes it from there. Um, I don't. It was a bit comedic, really. The, I mean, Alvaro Martinez's cross was excellent, but um, oh, yeah. it, the whole kind of scoring, the whole goal in itself was very comedic. Um, it just felt like Cordoba were at sixes and sevens the whole time. Um, I was also I was quite taken by the stadium. I've never seen Castilla play in a that big of a ground. Yeah, I was gonna say like <laughs> when I when I first like started the stream, it was like okay, we're playing a good team, yeah, proper team here. We're, yeah, we're, you know we're in the pros now, and then two minutes <laughs> in, it's just. <laughs> but I suppose you have to remember there's a reason they're down this far now. I don't think there's not Cordoba. It wasn't a lot long ago when they were in the top division, if I mm. remember correctly. They were they they've had periods in the first division very recently. Um, so no different than Deportivo. There's a reason why they've uh, fallen from grace like this, and maybe that's um, maybe we saw that on display to, uh, the other day over the weekend. Yeah, yeah. It's just the stadium was really like it was fun to watch Castilla play in that stadium. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I I mean personally for me the the um, novelty wore off quite quickly as the game went on. Um, I kind of found myself looking at the clock, waiting for it to finish up. Mm. Yeah, I mean, um, I suppose the other big thing, apart from the win, was that Carrillo had to go off injured, and his leg looked real bandaged up when they took him off injured as well. Yeah, I mean, uh, so many absentees for Castillo lately. Carrillo just joins the list now. I mean, yeah, obviously Arribas and Dotor weren't there today as well. Um, yeah, I don't know who. Uh, Iker Bravo Alvaro Rodriguez as well. Rodriguez, yeah, yeah, Iker Bravo. We have a question, Iker Bravo. Um, we do. I suppose since we just mentioned him now, we might as well get into it. Um, yeah, someone was creeping in our DMs. I won't name him, <laughs> but he's asking us. You know, um, I'm really high in Iker Bravo. I like the type of striker he is. Um, feels that he would be a good fit for the striker profile for the first team. And do we think Real Madrid will buy him? And how do we feel about him in general? Mm, uh, do you want to go first? I can go first. So, I mean, we talked a little while we were just composing ourselves before hitting record about this. I personally feel like, in terms of buying him, uh, the, I mean, if if he's on offer from that loan deal, then it's a no-brainer. Obviously, when you loan a player out like that for a year, and if they have a buy clause in their contract, it's generally at a decent price. Um, even then, I think if he's available at his age and profile, it just I don't think Real Madrid are very good at turning these players in worst case scenarios for a profit. So I think might as well. I don't see a I don't see a lose in a situation where we buy him permanently. In terms of what do we think what do I think about him? Uh he's been injured a lot this year. He started brightly, but I definitely think Alvaro Rodriguez has stolen the limelight a bit. More than a bit, um almost entirely. Um, it's probably a reflection more so on how well Alvaro Rodriguez has played rather than anything on Ica Bravo. But injuries mean it's been very hard to get a decent idea of what he's about this year. Yeah, I don't disagree. Uh, I think for the first question, it's a no-brainer. I think he, he, Real Madrid will sign him just because of the prospect that he is, of the potential that he has, according to the team. And like, yeah, as you mentioned, the price is just like it's not. Um, it's not really 
it shouldn't be that high. And as for the player that he is, I mean, yeah, he's been injured, but even when he's not injured, he just hasn't performed as well as I think he would. He would. I mean, he's he's been decent in some games. Yeah. But um, I don't know. Alvaro Rodriguez is just like he's been the better player um, in every single every single time he's stepped on the pitch. He looked better. Yeah. Well, he's well. I mean. I suppose there's two things when talking about this. The first one is that, as we've myself and Sam and Ruben have done in the past, as you and Ruben have probably done, there are players that play at this division that stink and just don't go anywhere. And then there are other players who also are bad, but when they get a chance to move on and play at a higher level, they just go to another level. They play excellently. Um, and you kind of you you're watching them, thinking, how did it not work out at Castilla? Oscar Rodriguez, wherever he is now, um, jumps to mind that leg and ass move that he made just made his career. And he was such a, I mean, he was talented, but he never played at that level for Castilla. Um, so, I mean, Bravo has a track record at Bayer Leverkusen. I mean, he literally, he's still only eighteen, and he has top level experience he has goals at the top level to his name so i mean even if he doesn't perform at castilla there's still that you know there's no doubt that there might be a potential that he'll be able to unlock if you were to play at a higher level it's why i would say you know worst case scenario you sell him for a profit because um it's not unheard of that a player you know plays bad at castilla and then goes on and um, owns it, and then Real Madrid sold him off for thirty or forty million, like they did with. Uh, I think thirty million was what Rodriguez went for. Um, the other thing is Maybe. he's injured as well. Yeah, he's been injured quite a bit. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I, I get what you mean. Like, he could be a better player if he's around better players. But just from you know the eye test and whatnot, I, I just haven't seen as much from him as I would expect. But of course, that that could change as the season goes on, or if he gets to a better level, you know. As yeah, with sure. Oscar Rodriguez, I don't, I didn't know Oscar Rodriguez went for thirty million. I he went for a fair bit of money. Whether it was from us or whether it was from Leganés to the next club he played for, I could probably Google it. It's very unprofessional googling things <laughs> while people are looking for your expertise. <laughs> I'm not an expert. I'm just I'm I'm just here for the vibes. Yeah, I mean, same. Perfect. Thirteen million to Sevilla. So I mean, that's still a fair bit of money. He certainly wasn't worth thirteen million when he was playing for Castilla. He was very good <laughs> at scoring free kicks, but not thirteen million good. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know much because I I don't think I watched Castilla that much at the time. But yeah, he I did read about him. He certainly you know improved as a player as he started playing at a higher level and I hope that the same happens with uh, Iker Bravo but I do think the club signs him though I do think like he will be like he will be permanently signed if he's like you know if he's sold to another club that's a different conversation to have but I think Real Madrid will eventually sign like put this deal like to bed yeah Yeah. do you know who has been playing well at a high level uh who? who Sergio Rebus. Oh, well, I mean, yeah, he scored <laughs> with his first, second touch of the game. Yeah, 
I I watched I didn't watch the game. I saw his goal, a replay of it, and I thought it was real funny how I couldn't figure out if Sergio if uh, Carlo Ancelotti was smirking or if he had like a wry smile that he quickly wiped off in case the camera saw him. He definitely had a smile on his face. Um Yeah, he did. Which was it was very kind of grandfatherly, but um <laughs> I don't know if it means anything. I hope it means I hope it means everything. It would be nice to know that um he's going to that that goal might mean Rebus is taken a little bit more seriously um, for first team consideration. Um, I didn't see his name on the squad list to Elche today. I don't think. I saw Canizares was there and Luis Lopez. I don't know why you need to bring three goalkeepers. I think it might have been the training day squad, but I didn't see a Rebus. That's pretty sad. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I would expect that he was play against Elche of all teams. I mean, yeah. Look, um, I feel like our boy Arribas has graduated from the Castilla Corner podcast because everybody raves about him now. So, oh wait, no, I, I'm I'm a liar. He is on the squad list. So that's cool. Oh, let's go. That's cool. <laughs> big smile to my face. Let's go. Big dub. <laughs> yeah. Big liar. How did I not see that the first time? You would think it'd be the first thing I looked for. Again, <laughs> not an expert. I'm only here for the vibes. Um, yeah. Don't judge me too harshly. Don't worry. Anyways, so this maybe, maybe, maybe that wry smile was everything. Maybe in a year's time, I'll be, we'll all be writing, you know, big columns about how Sergio Ribas's Ballon d'Or season was made by that wry smile. <laughs> that Ballon d'Or season, I can't wait for that, bro. Yeah, absolutely. That's my dream, yeah. anyways. That's what I'm aiming for. Yeah, uh, I think it, it. I mean, essentially, he hadn't had many competitive opportunities to score i want to say that's his 13 to 14th game with the first team yeah i mean I, this wasn't even a i think it was a more of a half chance than an opportunity like i was expecting him to score within the 10 like within only like 10 seconds he didn't play that much did he, he only um was, he was no, wrong, no no like not really. the last minutes of the game yeah but i, I mean i hope th- things change for the better for him because he is really good like i think he could help the team if uh, Ancelotti decides to use him, um, all, it, w- would it be his first like professional trophy? Uh, I, yes, it because would be. he was in the squad. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it would be. That's cool as up. well. Yeah, big Let's energy go. there. Yes, sir. And then there's like Tony Kroos, who's rocking around with about six of them at this stage. Yeah, he has. <laughs> he has more of them than any other club. In yeah, the he could start giving them to people. You get. Yeah, can I you know curse? how like you know how like your grandparents would give you. It, there's a thing in Ireland where grandparents give their kid, their grandchildren, links, Africa <laughs> deodorant. I think that's what Tony Cross will do. He'll just give them FIFA Club World Cup medals or something like that. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it doesn't seem uh, that far fetched. He has six of them now. <laughs> doesn't need that many. Yeah, he doesn't need that many at all. Yeah. At the rate he's been in Champions Leagues as well, he probably could start giving them out. Mm, yeah. I mean, depends. Depends on if he wants to play that, that, just, that full, his... full campaign, or if he wants to retire early, like he's hinting at. Yeah, his CV is just a massive flex. Absolutely, I love it. I love it's the insane. signing. I remember. Yeah. I, it's always nice. It's nice when you support the club for long enough that you remember signings like that. Where you're like, "Oh, this is going to be good," and then it happens. <laughs> just plays out exactly how you wanted it to when he joined. Um, yeah, didn't he? Yeah, uh, didn't he announce? Just after the World Cup final, that he's going to play for Madrid. Essentially, yeah. 
And yeah, I, I remember I, my favorite part about it as well is that Pep didn't get him. <laughs> he left <laughs> as soon as Guardiola came in. I don't, I can't remember if Guardiola was a part of the reason he left. Um, certainly didn't help. Didn't uh, try to keep stop him anyways. Um, so that's nice. Always an added bonus. Didn't right. he play for the for the team when Madrid won four 0 2014. Yeah, that was... Um, oh, he did, yeah. Yeah, so he, he, did, left. he played one season under Pep. He did, yeah. he would have played one season. That's wild. I didn't. I always get my dates confused, I guess. That's fine, that's fine. You're not perfect. No one is. No. Vibes, again. That's the moral <laughs> of the story. Yeah. We should just right. name it the Vibes Corner. Vibes Corner. I like it. Yeah, it's probably a good idea. Mm-hmm. It would it'd take the pressure off. <laughs> I need to roll back to... Castilla, because apparently that's what we do. We're experts on the subject. <laughs> um, two points off top place. Uh, it was seven points off the sixth place, which is outside the promotion spots with 15 games to go. And we're 17 games unbeaten, which is <laughs> mind-numbing. <laughs> I've never seen... I've been watching Castilla for... I think since I've been watching them properly since 2016, maybe 2017. Um, and around that time, I think, yes, it would have been, yeah, around that time. And 17 games is absolutely the most, like, by far and away, the most games I've ever seen us not lose. Our last loss was against Alcacorn in October, which is crazy, absolutely insane. Um, I think it's I a suppose, it's a record. It's a team record. Seventeen uh, unbeaten games. It would have. I would be very surprised if it wasn't. It couldn't. It's definitely equaled. I think if we don't lose our next game, that record would be shattered. So that's yeah. Good. I would be confident that we're the most informed side in this division at this point because um, everyone else has had some patchy had some patchy spots um, over the last couple of weeks. I know Alcorn has had their troubles so far this year um recently enough mm-hmm. yeah so they've only won one of their last five or four, four or five games or yeah. yeah i mean I so know. have we <laughs> we've only won one t- of our last five because yeah the, that's the true that is drops, true yeah. i mean to be fair one of them was against the league leaders a draw against the league leaders who yeah bet us by four one four goals three goals four yeah, one it's an, it's an the last for sure. time we played them so um, you take those. Yeah, it's not over till the fat lady sings, but it would be a pretty tragic collapse in form to not at least get a playoff spot out of this now. Yeah, I mean, I I, I would consider this a massive disappointment if Castilla don't manage to even get into the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I don't want to jinx them, but you would expect that there is another loss in this season before it's over. Um, 17 games is a huge unbeaten run, and another asking another 15 is yeah. a big ask. That's a lot, so, yeah. responding to some, a, a drop in form that's, you know, it's inevitable, and especially with the way players are dropping at this point, I don't think Carrillo is going to be back for next week. Although, ironically, he brought, Raul brought on Villar, which I, which I thought was weird because I thought he'd be starting. And we played better with Villar on the pitch than we did with whoever was playing in midfield before then. Yeah, I think midfield was a bit 
uh, it could use some improvement because you know the tour is not there yeah. and I think he had Edgar in in like yeah. center de- center defensive midfield or something like that <laughs> which was a very strange decision because I've seen Edgar play across the back four but midfield was never something I kind of pinned him for yeah I mean Raul is just turning into Pep at this point yeah exactly defenders are midfielders and Attackers or goalkeepers. Yeah, I mean that's how the world works. I'm I'm open to coaching roles if anyone's listening. Um, uh, outside of that, yeah, the, the only surprising thing is like Castilla have only lost two games this season, and like the way they started it off, like miserable, miserable. And it's, yeah, yeah, and it's the irony as well that it was the set pieces that were killing us at the start and had been killing us for some time in the year beforehand and now like some of the shortest players are scoring off them <laughs> now <laughs> um yeah I, I i think every time castilla score from a set piece now i'm probably gonna i can't help but laugh <laughs> <laughs> and yeah the next game uh is against i don't know oh linares deportivo yeah, it's a, <clears throat> I think they're down the bottom. So, oh no, they're sixth. Oh, okay. Yeah, another won big the one. Last three games. Yeah, another big one. Mm-hmm. It's hard to keep up with who's who. How yeah. did I confuse them with anybody down the bottom? I mean, Final Labrador are I don't down blame the bottom. You. That's shocking because every time they used to get relegated, they come, they just dominate Kisti's group and win it, and that'd be that. It'd be like you, you were competing for second, third, or fourth. Didn't matter. Final bar to have that locked down. Yeah, I mean, I'm, to be honest, I think that if Castilla are playing a better team, it's better for Castilla because that's when they actually try to show up. You know, like that even, is true. Yeah, yeah. Even and look at the games against. Uh, I don't know which team it was. I think it was Talavera, and they it was there at the bottom of the table that they drew the game nil nil as if like you know nothing had happened. But in the previous game against Okorokun, they were the better team for like throughout the game, but they just didn't get the final goal, you know. And the same yeah. happened against Cordoba, except they actually won. So I mean, I I don't mind these top top of the top half um, clashes, but you know, I just hope Castilla actually like turned around against the not so good teams. Yeah, it kind of reminds me of when. In the big game, it's it at the moment. This season's reminding me of the big games where your team's leading one nil, and you're just watching the clock countdown. Like yeah. we we're in where we need we're where we need to be, we're where we want to be, and I'm just like you know you're looking at the games, fifteen, you know, so and so many, um, taking down, just hope you wanting it to move a little bit faster. <laughs> um, it's painful having to watch it slowly tick by because. I mean, every every season I've watched, it's always been able to just flip, um, just like that. Um, even when we were in positions like this, I remember uh, it was always on an ice edge. Um, you're always between... There are years where you were between either fighting for promotion or fighting for survival. Um, fortunately, yeah. we only are fighting for one thing this year. But... Um, yeah, like I said, it's probably one of the more comfortable positions I've seen the team in, and it's still kind of nerve-wracking, because all you need is just one or two bad games, and you're looking down a very different uh, a very different um, league table. 
because yeah. you know seven points obviously between sixth and second is good but there's only what is it there's four points between second and fourth yeah, there's or, not a lot of breathing space. No, it's not not a, there's not a huge gap. And I mean, you know, for how well we've played, you would like to think that we'd still be in the title fight up until the last day. And that's a lucrative spot as well because um you get automatically promoted if you get top spot. Yeah. And lord knows I would not want I would be only too happy not to have to watch a playoff <laughs> playoff run this year. They're painful. Yeah. And even yeah. for teams like I mean Barcelona B are excellent. Generally speaking, um, I'm not sure where they are this year, but they're generally speaking excellent. Yeah, that's poor because generally speaking, they're always in that playoff conversation and even they struggle to get out of it. Um, Yeah. So, you know, being automatic promotion would be um, a godsend, especially because Alcorn aren't wowing anybody at the moment. It would be nice to have another game against them because I think we... You know, in comparison to the two teams' forms, we probably could get the better of them um, on another day. Yeah, maybe. Also, I don't know how, but like the team that's on the, the like at the bottom of the table, they've somehow stayed unbeaten for five games straight, won three of them, and still are four points behind the the nineteenth team. <laughs> it's a cruel world. <laughs> yeah. That's one. It's very cruel. Uh, well, though you you have omitted that they only won two games for the for the in, almost the entirety of last year. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Essentially, they won three games all uh, the entirety of last year, mm, from that's... August to August to December. So I mean, no. I mean, how much pity can you have in all fairness? <laughs> and they still. Castilla still managed to not win against them, which, which just that that just goes to show how special we are. Yeah, yeah, it's it's just exactly like the first team. Absolutely, the vibes are the same. Yep, yep. Any anything else to say or do? Um, not really. I mean, Nico passes the goat. That's all. For now, until Rebus comes back. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. And then. Nico Palace can get lost. It would be pretty nice to watch them play together. I don't know how that team would work. I suppose Rebus is a pretty good winger. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. I think you could use Paz as a, as a false nine as well. I mean, I don't know. He looks pretty happy in the center of the pitch. Yeah. Um, a Rebus has always looked more comfortable in wide areas, in my opinion. But uh, Yeah, definitely could work. It's always nice to have options. Alvaro Martinez is doing well as well, so it's be hard. He'd be a hard player to bench in current form. He got the assist today as well. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't call it an assist, but yeah, that's rude. <laughs> it's, it's a, I mean, it's te- technically it's not an assist. It's like it's really good cross, but it's not an assist, is it? <laughs> no, I mean, again, it's like when people, it's like um, hitting the post isn't a shot on target. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. I, I, I can't stand pedantics. I think it's... I'm going to give him the assist. Yeah, I mean, why not? You know, who's listening anyway? That is true. Um, <laughs> if you are listening, let us know. If you have any questions, sneak into the DMs. They're open for a reason. Um, and aside from that, we shall see you when we see you. Um, Hello Madrid. Hello Madrid.
Podcast Network. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.